before you show me this wonderful demo um, of the Helix, I have to say, um, I said 11 o'clock and then I realized not a good idea because I don't know if you know this about me or not, but I um, have a very predictable bowel movement. Let's put it that way. And it's always at 11 o'clock. So I don't know why I agree to things at 11 o'clock. Um, in fact, my colleagues at my, one of my old jobs, I used to put a blocker in at 11 to about 10 past 11. And they'd always ask, why is, why is he taking a blocker then? I'm like, honestly, I'm reliably pooping at that point in time. So I'd have to decline meetings at 11 o'clock and stuff. I mean, kind of cool, I guess. At least I know where I am. So, yeah, if you ever get stuck in the wilderness for whatever reason, you know exactly when it's 11 o'clock. If it's ever the Hunger Games, I'm like, oh, it's 11 <laughs> o'clock. <laughs> like, <laughs> anyway, how are anyway, you? Anyway, um, I'm, I'm okay. Like, all the shit that's happening outside this window, like, huh? Forget it for a minute. I'm I'm fine. <laughs> I'm going to bring it up multiple times. But yeah, aside I, from that. I thought so. <laughs> Let's talk about unimportant things right now. Exactly. <laughs> Let's talk about unimportant things right now. Welcome to this week's edition of BPM Pod. I think it goes without saying, there's a lot of stuff going on in the world. I'll quickly mention it a bit later. Putin's a dick. That's it for now. <laughs> they are our thoughts on the matter for now. Okay? Great. I just, the- I think you just put a target on our heads, bro. <laughs> oh, well, whatever. Like, I think the target was already there. I think, All we're, right. I think we're fine. Um, but there we go. Um, hopefully he doesn't try to destroy us with a tactical nuke and wipe everyone else out at the same time. Then I feel bad. In which case, sorry, Germany and Sweden. But um, never mind. What's coming up on this week's episode? We're going to recap some of the music news from the week. There's a couple of bits of music news I want to talk about, mainly about Bandcamp, actually. Um, yeah. and we'll talk about that. Um, Ukraine is definitely going to come up, but we're not going to try and talk about it too much. However, I have been listening to a lot of Ukrainian music and some of it's been really, really good. Um, uh, yeah. We're also going to do a couple of songs on the Desert Island playlist, as always. And this week's special guest, who's also going to do us a demo of all of his new kit he's got, although I can see it, you'll just be able to hear it if you're listening, but still, you'll get the point, um, is Christopher Mark with a C, Weinhardt, who will... No, Christopher, just Chris. It's Christopher now. No. <laughs> Christine, does that work? Yeah, that's better. Christine. Christine, Mark with a C, Weinhardt, is our Christ. guest this week. Because you have got so much to talk about. You actually had a gig, you're doing yeah. music, so you are the special guest this week. Aww. <laughs> I feel special already. Thank you very much. And hello to everyone out there. If you want to listen to the entire demo of the Line 6 Helix with Chris, please check out the other bonus episode. Now, on to the mayhem. Now we're going to bring the nerdy bit to a close. No. Although yeah. I'm going to clip that probably into its own little episode and I'll record a quick intro for it. Instead. Cool. Because uh, actually I kind of liked that. And uh, if yeah. Line 6, if you want to give us money for selling yeah. stock for you, please do. You one. already got my money, so give it back. I get some of your money? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you can give this to Chris for free for all of the promo you just got. I think I have like oh, I have the DL4 as well there in the cupboard. So yeah, I'm, I'm making an active promo for them. Yeah, well, you know they're good, <laughs> but give us money, bitches. 
<laughs> Thanks. So, cool. Let's jump into normal stuff on the podcast. Yes. And if you want to listen to Chris talking about Line Six and his Helix and all of the effects, including a small demo, you can check out the sort of extra BPM Pod Extra episode yeah. that we'll have all of that on that we've clipped out from the previous forty minutes we've just been recording. And uh, <laughs> and you could listen to that another time. But it's very, very interesting. Definitely do. And line six, give us money to repeat that point. So before we kick into what we've been listening to this week, and before we talk about you and your music and your gig, which we're totally going to do, and I'm pretty mm. sure the Helix will get mentioned there again. Um, <laughs> we said we're not going to talk about Ukraine, but what the fuck is going on? <laughs> like, mm. what is happening? Like, are you feeling okay there in Berlin? You're not too far away from uh, where yeah, all this shit's like, going down. The Like, the first, when that shit started, which is now almost two weeks ago, I think, yeah. 10 days, 11, 12 days, I think, that was one weird day. <laughs> yeah. Like, you could really, I was, I, I had some, I had uh, some clients on that day, and like, you could really like feel how how fear just crept in, yeah. And it was was really weird because people who I've known for quite some time, uh, some time, and who are like, I don't give a crap about the world around me. Even they were like, "This is not good," and we have no idea where this is going. And like the first two days, really, I think we, I think we, we even uh, chatted. Uh, yeah, we did. Yeah. Around that time. And I was like, I because I have some issues with anxiety, which have can did get better over the last <laughs> years, but now they're back. And I like I really so I remember one drive in my car, I was like, holy fuck, I, I think this is a panic attack that's starting to just uh materialize within me. And I don't mm. like it. I really don't like it. And had to take a step back and <sighs> The thing is that you cannot, like, I, I can right now. I can't do anything about it. No. I even no. if I wanted to, of course, I can. I can um, support with money and 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 do my very best to spread awareness and whatever. But I can in no in no physical way am I able right now to help these people, and this is this makes it even worse. Mm, mm. You know what I mean? Because mm. with with the whole Corona and COVID thing, you you. Just stay the fuck inside and yep. don't try to sneeze anyone in the face. And that's easy for me. I can do that, but I cannot take up a gun and help someone. Mm-hmm. So Yeah, I, I know what you mean. This is what I was talking to my wife about. And as I said, I don't want to dwell on it too long, but uh, it'd be it would be stupid to avoid it, as I'm guessing if you're listening to this, you probably are thinking about it as well. But um, it's just like powerlessness. Like I don't know yeah. what's going to happen next. I don't think anyone knows what Putin's up to, really. Um, and it's this powerlessness, at least like you say, with COVID. Yeah, it was hard, but it was like, if you're sick, stay home. Don't go out and mix with too many people. Okay, pretty clear rules. Like, get a vaccine. Yeah. Okay, great. Now it's like, do I stockpile for the apocalypse? Do I go around life like normal? Do I go and help someone? Do I donate to charity? Yes, donate to charity, by the way, if you can afford it, for sure. That's a great tip. But... It's just really hard to know what is the actual solution here, like as individuals and then as society as a whole. I, I have no clue. 
Like I really have no clue. So um, yeah, it's it's kind of hard. It's just confusing, really. Yeah, mm. I remember like a couple of days ago, I was like, I, because I was gonna uh, go to the gym and work out because you, that's what people like recommend, right? If you're not directly involved, try to be like be aware but still live your life mm. and mm. try to ma remain calm and whatever. And I was like, how the fuck this doesn't. Whatever I'm doing right now is not important at all. And basically mm. nothing makes any sense. And uh, life is meaningless. Mm. Mm. But I try to, like, you cannot, like, sustain that kind of mm. mindset. No, no. And and I was trying to think around, like, like think think about a way that I can, like, how can I keep going? And I was like, I'm, I'm going to do my best to stay right now to stay active and to stay alert and to stay healthy in case if something happens i can be the best version of myself and the most capable version of myself and this kind of really like pushed me towards uh giving a few percent extra right mm, so mm, mm. whatever happens i don't know but like if shit's really going down i want to be able to help someone especially if it's like someone really close to me and I want to be fit and there and, you know, like just, yeah, like I said, capable to to do something and not just being a lazy fuck that's lying around. And so, yeah, I try to turn that around for me to use it as kind of like motivation sounds so mm, meaningless, mm. but well, you, know know what what I, you, you know what I mean? Right? Yeah. yeah, for sure. And, I, and in general, like it really sets things back into perspective, like, how many useless stuff uh, you're doing all day or have lying around. Like, like you're inside this whole mess of a building here with a thousand pedals that nobody needs. And uh, it actually helped me to get rid of some stuff and to think about how to be more like in the moment mm, mm. as long as it's there. But I do really feel like everyone now is sort of banded together. And I like the way that people have done this. Um, it's just a shame that this sense of perspective on your life and this sense of how much you could achieve together comes at the shittest times. Like, yeah. I just wish this would be a natural learning we would have, but yeah, whatever. Never mind. I was, yesterday I, I was invited to a birthday um, of, um, from a friend of mine who I haven't seen in, in a couple of years. I went to primary school with him and we were talking about the, like, the stuff as well. And he said something like, We we really didn't fucking know the last 10 years how good we actually had it like mm. before covid and anything you could you could do basically whatever you you yeah. were able to try like of course we as westerners say that yeah people yeah, of course like we always have to no yeah, no there's my german again <laughs> but we're speaking um, from an extremely privileged european yeah, yeah, perspective yeah, 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 yeah. like for sure yeah and now that it's all gone like you really get a taste of how Other people have to live every day and have been living for decades. Yeah. It makes and, you think. And how <laughs> delicate peace is. Like it really yeah. is. And so when you hear people say that you've got to fight for democracy and peace and all this crap, sometimes even I'm a pretty left-leaning, politically engaged guy and I'm kind of like, yeah, whatever, whatever, whatever. It's fine. It's always going to be here. But no, these people have a point. Like, yeah. <laughs> maybe you do need to care a little bit more. So yeah. um, it's... Uh, It's odd. Anyway, should we move it's, on from Ukraine until I talk about yeah. Ukrainian music? 
I, I want to end it with a with a, a quote I thought of Go from uh, Andy Bernard from The Office. Oh, good, nice. <laughs> I wish there was a way to know you're in the good old days before you've actually left them. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, it's a joke, but it is quite profound as well. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And then that's some it. existentialism right there, motherfuckers. Let's go into music news instead of political Hell yeah. news quickly. And <laughs> then we'll go into what we've been listening to and talk to you about what you've been up to. Um, yes. Have you read about this? Epic Games acquiring Bandcamp. Did you see this? <laughs> I did not. What the hell? <laughs> yeah, it's kind of concerning and weird. And I don't know. So I love Bandcamp. I really do. I understand it probably hasn't got the same momentum as, as other streaming platforms or whatever, but I really do like Bandcamp. It's a bit clunky, but it's also so good in its simplicity. You put music up there, people pay for it, they download it or stream it, and you get quite a lot of money back, like 80% yeah. or something ridiculous. And I love this. It's just a record store online. That's effectively it. And I think that that's a wonderful idea, and it's a shame it can't really compete with people like Spotify and stuff like this, which it doesn't. So in some sense, this acquisition by the developer of Fortnite, let's not forget, <laughs> which has nothing to do with music, might be uh, a good... It might, the dancers. Well, it might be a good thing in some way, because maybe they can now actually have an alternative business model that does compete with the likes of Apple Music and Google and Spotify and stuff, and they're willing to throw money at this problem. So in some ways, could be cool. The problem at least for me and what I've read quite a lot about, and there's a wonderful article in Pitchfork about it, actually, um, what Bandcamp's acquisition um, by Epic Games means for musicians. It's what it's called. It's really good. Um, and they go into very in-depth on it. Some of the concerns around Epic Games by Bandcamp um, are mainly around data and privacy because um, Epic Games is 40% owned by Tencent, the Chinese company that make uh, WeChat and they're actually investigating whether Fortnite itself at the moment has a security risk attached to it, um, in which is not great. Um, and it doesn't surprise you. <laughs> it doesn't, it doesn't surprise me either, but it's um, just also not great. It doesn't send a wonderful message if they've just bought a platform where musicians feel like they take ownership of their identity and what they sell and someone who clearly doesn't give much of a fuck about mm. privacy has now waltzed in and bought it. So that does seem a little odd to me. Um, and it's it's worth sort of pointing out that maybe Epic Games will be fantastic. Maybe they will. And I think in some ways this is a good step into this whole metaverse idea. Like why just develop one type of technology? Why just go into gaming? Why not go into films too and music and whatever? So I kind of think that's kind of cool that Epic have stepped out and done this. But at the same time, it's worth noting that Epic's sort of, they're this like moral high ground that they're independent, but they're an obscenely profitable, multi-billion profitable company. So they're not really independent anymore. And they've made these obscene profits from the success of Fortnite, ultimately, which has fuck all to do with music, or very little, at least. So I'm a little concerned how their thinking is really going to align with Bandcamp, which is a platform to sell music. I don't know. It just mm. seems odd to me. 
Um, and don't forget, Fortnite, by the way, has been investigated for as um, as a haven or like a sort of hub for child exploitation in a minute as well, by the way. Let's not throw that one away. <laughs> so um, it's a little odd. I'm, I'm a little odd about the intentions, I guess, of Epic here. I don't really see what they gain out of it. I equally don't see what Bandcamp lose, though. So it's... Mm, I don't know. I guess we'll just have to see how it goes. But it's um, it's an odd purchase. Yeah. <laughs> uh, just I could just can't imagine like the the owners of Bandcamp were like, "Who wants to buy us for how many dollars?" <laughs> I don't even know how much it was. It was a <laughs> fuck ton of money. I'm assuming. But uh, can you blame them? No, exactly. That's what I mean. Uh, so from their perspective, I don't think they've lost very much. Like I really don't. Um. Like, that's what I mean. I think, great for Bandcamp. It's good investment. Um, wonderful. But I don't know. I do wonder what the business, the long-term business plan is here. It just seems a little fishy to me. But, but hasn't, like, is, is, isn't Fortnite right now? Because I don't know the last thing about Fortnite. Nor do I. Like, honest to God. But I heard somewhere that, like, they are using, like, musicians right now like musicians promote their albums through Fortnite like with with uh, skins and the dances and everything I is that must true sound like a boomer I, I, I don't I need to look at that I didn't I didn't even I know think that. there is like I have heard about like the Marvel is a lot uh, is involved in there and, uh, and musicians and wow okay hmm I'll check it out anyway developing big news story kind of the biggest thing that happened and all of my music's on Bandcamp a lot of people I know are on Bandcamp um, so, um, yeah, let's see how it pans out, I guess. But there we go. Anyway, music wise, what have we been listening to since we last spoke? Hang on. I think I found a Ariana Grande skin for Fortnite. <laughs> so you just happened upon it. Did you? Oh, yeah. <laughs> of course. Where did that came oh, from? <laughs> I just happened to type in Ariana Grande and, uh, she came up. Five, hey, there's a news headline. Five artists we want to see headline a Fortnite concert. Wow. So they, they even do Fortnite. Oh my God. Fortnite oh, concert. Marshmallow. Thing. Marshmallow holds first ever Fortnite concert. Oh, Travis Scott was the one I saw. Let's see what happens then. I mean, maybe they've got a good game plan, you know, mixing the whole sort of genres of music with Fortnite and stuff like that. And they seem to even do Fortnite gigs, which is just the weirdest thing I've ever heard. Who ever thought yeah. this would happen? But I don't know. Whatever. Let's see what happens, I guess. It's weird. What have you been listening to? Music. I guess Lisa Akua's stuff you listened to between the last album, between the last podcast and this. I've been listening yeah, to I that. Yeah, like, I, li I like the album. I really, really did. Like this for the for the calm moments when you don't think about bad well, stuff. World War Three. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, so on my side, not that much new music. I gotta be honest, but. The boyfriend of my sister showed me, uh, hang on, a rapper. What's it? What's he called again? Something with triple X, XXX Temptation. Okay. You heard of him? Uh, never, but I'm going to look. Uh, he's a, he's, he's dead. Um, and <laughs> like there's one, like he, he <laughs> That's really... not funny, but just no. the bluntness of it was like, what? Oh, he's dead. Okay. Well, sorry for him. Uh, XXX Tentation. Yes. There we go. He seems to have been a very controversial figure, but I only figured that out uh, after I've 
like he really he mixed a lot of genres i think there's some trap and metal and uh, rap and whatever stuff in there but i like one song in particular and that is hang on uh what are what are you so afraid of like a really cool acoustic thing i think you might enjoy it as well and after that i read some stuff about him that he was really a fucking dick apparently yeah. now now you said it and i've googled him i do know what you mean who you mean and with the history that i've had on google evidently tells me i've clicked this page before on wikipedia because it was highlighted purple so i'm have and i've definitely seen his picture before and i think i've got here because of feuds or something happened at a concert I can't I can't remember why now but I've definitely seen him before for sure he seemed to have been a misogynist I think so not a great guy but I don't want to shit on the dead uh, no no I think this is the whole debate about uh, removing the art from the artist uh, but I really like the song mm. <laughs> what are you so afraid of a cool piece of um well, kind of acoustic ballad, surrealistic thingy, ambient stuff. And he does mix in this this kind of this genre thing uh, whenever he likes. Like so afraid of Is it love Oisting your time? Yeah, uh, but I don't have like I don't mm. know much about him uh, beside that song. Okay. And I I also listened to the uh, the new Ed Sheeran single Overpass Gravity Graffiti Graffiti. Which must have been inspired by Blinding Light uh, by The Weeknd. Is it very like similar? Whole, I haven't heard it, so. It doesn't have the 80s thing, but the whole, like, it does use the same. It does have a similar vibe to me, uh, especially in regards to the how the drums are being programmed, because those aren't real drums, I don't think. And but I really like the instrumental uh, part that comes after the. After the chorus, there's like a vocal sample that's being pitched up. And uh, is it pitched up and now? I don't know. But yeah, there's an instrumental section in there which I really like. And then my last thing that I've listened to, and then uh, you can do your whole thing because you have way more interesting stuff uh, that you've listened to than I did. Uh, I gave the the new Sabaton album a quick uh, listen. Ah. Very fitting. Sabaton always write about historical, like they seem to write very accurate uh, historical depictions of battles and wars and everything. So they have something to write about these days, I think. 
and cool stuff. I, I saw Sabaton once live on Wacken, which was pretty cool. Uh, the whole crowd uh, brought the, the, the front singer to down a beer on stage. <laughs> I think there's a whole like there's a whole fan thing with this uh, like whenever he he's on stage there they scream like noch ein Bier noch ein Bier so one more beer one Aww. more beer. <laughs> I don't think cool if it's a, if it's a unique G- German fan thing for them. And what also happened that was cool. He 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 wears this like this um this uh, uh, what's the the English word like this chest plate. He has a special uh, stage outfit like like a like a like kind of a hang on. You need to cut that pause uh, because I don't know the English word for that. A breastplate, a ah, breastplate in German. Yeah, yeah. Breastplate, yeah. Uh, a special, like a special stage outfit thing. And a fan in the first row had one on as well. So he went down to the fan and exchanged his for 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 the fans one. Oh, like he gave him the real thing and put on the fans' uh, breastplate. So that was really sweet of him. Oh, so what's the new album called again? Um, hang on, uh, the war to end all wars. Oh wow, very apt. I like it. End All Wars by Sabaton. That was World War One, right? Wasn't that the... I think it was World War One, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Which, evidently, it didn't have many, because uh, there we go. But, so, kind of a bizarre mix there of music yeah. across three. <laughs> a bit of sort of pop rock folk. Um, yeah. What's Sabaton class? That's metal, I guess these days yeah, yeah I think speed metal power metal yeah and then this person I'd never heard of which I guess is hip hop so or rap potentially so wow you've got a varied varied tapestry this week yeah um, mine is far less varied um, because of the whole Ukraine thing um, I decided why don't I start taking a listen to some Ukrainian music maybe there's some cool people out there who I can download Hell their music yeah. and chuck a couple of euros at or whatever because why not and then um, I think what got me onto this was um, a Rolling Stone piece um, by a guy called David Brown. It was really good. I'll link it in the description. And it was about the Ukrainian music scene and how it's at risk. And that actually since 2014, um, since the revolution then, when their old leader was deposed, it has really flourished massively especially in uh, the EDM uh, realm. Apparently it's really, really flourished. Um, And uh, it's been really, really cool. And a lot of electronic music and indie rock music has come out since. So that's really great. Um, And I didn't know this. So I just sort of kept digging and uh, had a look around at other stuff. And then I found a piece from The Quietest. Do you know what The Quietest is? Um, No. It's an online, small online music magazine 
Uh, I think they're based in the UK, and I really want to thank them for the inspiration here because a while back they ran an article about um, New Weird Ukraine like and the underground music scene there a guide to the music there that's a bit experimental and a bit underground and weird the quietest by the way is a british online music and pop culture magazine that focuses only on underground music um and unsigned musicians hmm nice hmm. almost sounds like we could get along anyway um so i read the piece and they've republished it now but with a bit of update um, about uh, the music scene. So it was kind of the Rolling Stone piece and this piece got me thinking about Ukrainian music. And here are some that were featured on the way that I checked out and liked. Not all of it, I did. It's not my style, as we've discussed before. EDM isn't my thing. Um, so it wasn't all of it I didn't really like, but some of it I really did. Uh, someone called Powder Echo. It's a actually a studio project led by someone called Anna Denisova, who comes from the city of Kiev. And she makes this intimate English language indie pop music. The track I checked out was one called Bung. B-U-G, B-U-N-G, Bung. And I really enjoyed it. It reminded me a little bit of St. Vincent, a little bit of Regina Spector, and a little bit of Haim. And uh, where you thought guitars might kick in and do a solo, actually she'd do a piano solo. And as a pianist myself, Ooh. who thinks piano should be in more songs, more... Um, um, I really like that solid little tune. So powder echo. Um, I discovered a few. I'll list a few off. Some get quicker than others because um, don't have so much more to say. But they're all good. So check all of these people out. Mandarina duck, and that's all one word. Mandarina duck. Um, album out called Long Life. It's pretty good. Another Ukrainian artist reminded me of Div or D I I V yeah. as we like it. So um, I gave that one a listen bit when I read that, and I was like, "Holy shit, he's right!" <laughs> it was very, very similar. Yeah. Um, yeah, and I don't think that's a bad thing. Sound pretty good to me. But, yeah. Um, my favorite one was this band called M. Laren, and I actually downloaded their music and gave them some money for it, and wrote them a nice little note just saying, "Look, you know, good luck." <laughs> Basically, but what else can you say? <laughs> like, um, and this is Fleetwood Mac, Tame Impalery. Uh, psychedelic chilled rock almost towards my morning jacket vibes and you know i love my morning jacket so um, do you though do i yeah i don't know <laughs> so i bought this one right away i really loved it short little six track album but uh really really enjoyed it by a band called m laren so definitely check them out couple more uh somewhere called house of flowers um a band i discovered on Bandcamp, actually just by searching through post metal noisy aggressive angry layered metal mayhem it's full on and it isn't for everyone and i don't particularly like it however for the mood i was in reading the news the other day they have a track called sunset and it fitted everything just right when you want to throw your laptop out of the window like a fucking frisbee this was this was great. So uh, I didn't really enjoy it overall, must admit, but still, shout out to them. It was a good track and it fit the mood well. Last one, probably the best discovery I made from my little Ukrainian journey is a guy called Postman. 
um, really like him. I can't remember his real name. I'm going to write it down, but you'll find him anyway. Um, singer songwriter Bob Dylan, Van Morrison-ish. Uh, and as you know, that's the kind of music I like and write. So, um, although never as good as Dylan or Van Morrison, but that sort of vibe. Um, he sings some in Ukrainian, some in English. And uh, he does quite a few live tracks. There's a beautiful video he did performing one live on top of a rooftop, which is almost sad to see now because in all likelihood, it's probably kind of ruined around him. So um, it kind of was a bit sad, but a lovely sound, lyrics and performance. And actually, spoiler, his track is on the Desert Island playlist at the end and it's called uh, Stars Beyond Us. I really, really liked it. If I fall Won't you go away And shut the door I know that all I see Is not everything I'm waiting for the summer I hope you'll understand I have one to add. I was actually wondering that you didn't uh, like find them. Uh, have you heard of Ginger? No. Uh, J-I-N-J-E-R. One of their live sessions. Live sessions. Uh, Pisces, like the constellation mm-hmm. thingy, uh, went viral because like the female front singer um, has like, can sing beautifully and then... She just starts to growl like freaking Satan himself. Okay. Let's take a quick quick uh, digression here while I while I do this. I'll play the yeah, put yeah. the clip in, but I'll quickly react to it. This is live from them at Vacan. I'm listening to it now. Um, oh no, go for the Napalm Records live session. Or the Napalm Records live one. That's the uh, one that everybody oh, has been 61 talking about. million views. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so she's got a lovely, lovely voice at the beginning. You can kind of tell by her look, though, something shit is about yeah. to hit the fan. Like... <laughs> what the hell just happened to her? That's not the same person. <laughs> That that can't be the same person. I've stopped it now, but how the hell did she go from calm to a fucking atom bomb of a sound? Yeah, it's cool, right? So I think they're like to me this it sounds layered at some times. Yeah. Nevertheless, like her vocal range is insane. I'm always like a bit if I see live session on there and like a whole production thingy, I'm like, ah, I don't yeah, know yeah, if that's yeah. really a live session. But nevertheless, like they are so like, they have been like constantly uh getting more famous and famous. And uh, Chris, yes. you're a guest this week of sorts. In a sort oh, of semi interview of not really. We're just gonna go through first off, you had a gig. And it must have gone well because you sent me a lovely message saying that you felt really good, that it felt like really chill. 
And quite a lot of people turned up, actually, in the end. Yeah. How was it? It was a wild at heart, right? Really strange but cool venue. Yeah. Well, what the hell did you just do? (laughs) I uh, put some disinfectant on my phone because it's disgusting and I'm going to clean it. And who touched it before you that you need to disinfect it? Me, but I also have a kid. And so I had baked beans on my fingers and uh, (laughs) it's pretty grim. (laughs) So I'm going to clean it right now while I'm here. I just saw it out of column. I was like, that's grim. Baked beans. Your little daughter already getting the British diet. Yeah. We had a fried breakfast. She had baked beans with fried eggs and everything. She loved it. Get that protein in, bro. And hash browns. Girl. Anyway, your gig. Yes. The gig. It was great. <laughs> um, yeah, Wild at Heart is a small to mid. No, it's a small, small. club, right? And yeah, yeah, small club in Berlin. And I've never been uh, before there. I haven't. I never had the chance to be there as a guest, mm-hmm. nor as an mm-hmm. artist. So I was pretty excited. Uh, I was double excited because of the whole. We switched our setup um, with the Helix stuff. You guys can listen to our special <laughs> forty-five minute episode. Me gushing about the the helix, the helix stuff, <laughs> and but it allowed just to, just to quickly, but because people aren't not everyone's going to listen to that. The the helix setup that you got now allowed you, as you said earlier, to focus far more on your singing and your playing. Right. So we we basically we switched out our real am- analog amplifiers for a very small piece of kit that can be controlled by a laptop to make all the switches to the sound by itself. So Mm. I could focus on singing and playing and didn't have to tap dance whenever I wanted to add an echo to my guitar sound, Mm. which Mm. is pretty cool. And a lot of bands do these days. So I ain't no cheater. Mm. (laughs) I don't think. I kind of am. But yeah, so I think... Somewhere between 70 and 80, 90 people showed up, according wow. to the to the door doorman, the door guy. That's good. And though. yeah, it was really cool. We didn't expect uh, so many people to, to come. And like, of course, we brought, brought our own people and fans, but also like Laufkundschaft, uh, people just random passing by, randomly passing by on the street. We were like, oh, what's going on in here? Is there a concert tonight? And yeah we we're playing tonight and they were like okay we're gonna come by sweet yeah really really cool and because like like i said the club isn't that large you you've been there right yeah i've been there two or three times ah cool so when 80 people are inside it's really packed Mm. and Mm. pretty cool like there's a like there's a bar area and there's a stage area and the Mm. stage isn't really super huge but like with our small equipment stash that we now have like we had lots of space so that was cool the sound guy was very good he was like when he saw like we we were setting up the laptop and everything you guys play rock and roll right (laughs) because the laptop thing and i was like yeah just (laughs) just give me a moment and then and then we played our like we always play counting wolves for sound check and everything and it was it's, i was like is that okay is that rock enough for you and it's like, oh, okay <laughs> <laughs> no he was a great guy he really did a good job and i think he was i think he was more afraid of us having like eight di tracks yeah and because he's like there are bands who can make it work instantly and then there are bands where shit doesn't work at all mm. and like the whole timeline gets fucked up because no no signals coming through and everything but we made it work 
gladly. And yeah, I always come prepared when it comes to this stuff because I hate making people wait with mm. equipment. Mm. And you always get nervous and then you fuck up even more. Mm. <laughs> so mm. yeah, I'm very eager to make it all work in time. Yeah. And then we played our we played together with a band called Death Flow. You already saw them live yeah. with Grajos. Super nice people. Um, the, the guitar player plays a tiny terror. You remember? Yeah, I remember. The orange yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, really cool. It has it, dude? Like he he uses the um, electronics Park for his octave mm-hmm. uh, sound. Mm-hmm. Holy crap! That sounds so good. I was like. I'm gonna need that pedal as well. <laughs> Even though I just bought something that has yeah. seven million effects in it, I'm gonna need yeah. this. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm an addict, so yeah. <laughs> but what? So uh, run us through your set a little bit, through your set and your uh, through your set and length oh, right. and how many songs you did and stuff like that. Well, tell us all the basics. We could we we actually could play a whole like a like a real set like a sixty minute set. Uh, like f- 55 minutes or whatever so because before covid post pre-covid like we played a lot of uh band battle of the band shows and everything and you always have just like 30 minutes 40 minutes tops mm. so to actually be able again to play a full show was really cool and of mm. course we played our old songs uh, from the first two albums and Sunset Rails and the whole stuff, but we added new stuff in there or mm. old stuff that we never played live. So, for example, we played the new wrestling song, Lady V. Mm. I think we teasered that one on we here. We did, we did. Yeah, that was cool. We played uh, Coitus Ghostus for the first time. Wow, nice. It was really cool. They wanted, we, we rehearsed that for the first time and I was like, that was really good. Like, we really made that work because when you like practice a song for the first time it never sounds good mm, like, mm. it always sounds weird like it sounds like four instruments playing but it doesn't sound like a band playing you know mm, what i mean mm, mm. and you can oftentimes you can like really observe how the sound develops and the, oh now it sounds more like the actual recording mm, and mm. but with that one that i think we it took us two tries and then we had it nailed so wow yeah we added that one then we played two very new songs uh the one uh, one i sent you yep um the the pop thingy mm. that was pretty cool and then we played another one like a, 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 a more fast for uh, like a f- something more metal rock thingy which is actually dedicated to a friend of mine who passed away last year and that one had a special place in my heart. And like my, my mom was at the show because my mom always comes to my shows, which is awesome. Mm-hmm. And when I, like whenever I uh, make um, announcements in between songs, it's always funny and a bit quirky, I think. But for that one, I, I toned it down a bit. Just, I didn't make like a whole scene. I was like, uh, so the next song, I don't make, you. I don't dedicate songs, but this one is for my friend and wherever you are, I hope you're okay. And, that was it. And my mom was like, after the show, dude, when you said that, like there was a, like for a couple of seconds in the crowd, like the whole atmosphere just went whew, quiet and everybody was listening. So, that's cool, right? Like, that's yeah. Great. I, I, I kind of got like, I've, I've pumped them all up through, through all the other songs, to tell a lot of shit and jokes and everything. And apparently I also have the ability to 
Calm them the F down. <laughs> Gonna bring him down, man. It's all about yeah. dynamics. Dude, I, I totally read the room, right? <laughs> on from here though in terms of um live gigs do you have any more lined up yeah but we have one lined up but i think it's in august or september so a bit of a not way. right now yeah other than that i don't think there's anything booked yet we still have that one festival slot i think oh yeah is that still happening i hope so <laughs> But there's no official date for the festival yet. Uh, I don't, really don't want to apply again. <laughs> so, fingers crossed. Uh, other than that, still working on a new album thingy. I'm planning a music video right now. Wow. Really, yeah, music- really, really put put my put put me in a good spirit to to get to work again. Mm, I was just gonna say, has it inspired you to sort of? Get cracking on a little bit more music, I guess. Then, yeah, 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 yeah. It, it absolutely did. It's you know, it's like it's if you work towards something, like a whole other work ethic starts to pop up. As mm, like mm. not like the last two years where ah, we don't know if we can ever play anything anywhere mm. live again. So, mm, mm. what's the point? <laughs> mm, mm. So, what are you working yeah. on music-wise? So, music video. But are you writing new stuff? Are you trying to put some more stuff together? What's the sort of musical outlook yes so the new new music video will be for the song called prism Mm. as in the thing that breaks the light and everything Mm. um probably in april i think wow not long then yes yes what what, Um, what, what can we expect prism wise give us a little hint what's the sort of style we're going for what's it what what are the elements it's cheesy it's Pop punk meets synth meets really? my voice. Yes. Wow. Okay, I thought you were joking. Cool. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> super, super cheesy. Um, other than that, I think the one that's dedicated to my friend might be released. I th- I, I don't know yet, but I yeah. But it's a cool song. I'll send it later to you. Um, does need some lyrics. I just remembered. Oh yeah, I sung the verse twice. I think nobody noticed. <laughs> don't think they mind especially if it's new stuff no one really cares yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't worry too much just switch up one word no yeah, it's different yeah and yeah I think that's that's for now what, I, what, I'm, what I'm planning wow I, I always wanted to do, do like a rehearsal room session because we have now lights in our rehearsal room like mm-hmm. ch- changing stage light and everything but it's always who's gonna watch this you know mm-hmm. if you're mm-hmm. really 
I think I, I think more about it as as like filler material for the YouTube channel mm. when nothing's happening. Mm. But still, it's a lot of work to actually record this stuff and mix it and edit the video and color grade it and everything. So I'm not sure if we actually can do that. But I think we should. most ripped man in Vildau when I already am <laughs> have been for the last <laughs> 10 years <laughs> no still going strong uh, makes a lot of it's, it's a lot of fun to 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 go working out six times a week wow. three times weights three times cardio you are on it trying to get buff and punch dudes in the face who want to touch my bum <laughs> <laughs> in there like swimwear I like it <laughs> right. No, yeah, um, it's a good like alternative to making music, to you know, mm. meet other, pe um, talk to other people, and and lifting heavy things, mm. and get some anger <laughs> don't out need, at the same time. Don't need much brain power to do that. No, but good on you. Good, glad yes, you're getting healthy you and fit. No more health scares. Are you still working out? Uh, well, I had COVID. So um, I was right. working out every day, every day, just doing short workouts, short hit sort of boxing workouts and drills and stuff like every day. Cool. All of January. Then uh, when February hit, I got COVID and um, that fucked me up for two weeks, pretty much. Like, I got it. I think I messaged you at the time. I got it really terribly, actually. Yeah. Um, I was worried. Like, <laughs> I was really worried about you. Really bad. Um, like 43 degrees sort of temperature or like up to there. But that was only very, very quick. And then it did go back down very quickly. Um, and still coughing, but not very often now. Memory loss is the worst. Absolute. Just, what? Just complete. I'll be in the middle of a this brain fog that people have talked about before. Oh, right. After COVID. So you'll be in the middle of a sentence and just completely forget where you are. Um, but it's only for like less than a second, but it throws you off, you know, a whole sentence. So COVID properly fucked me, um, despite having three jabs. Um, so I'm hoping I don't get it again. It is easily top three worst illnesses I've ever had. So, uh, there we go. But no, oh, so not man. really working out, having to start slow. We just went for a walk today and that already tired me. Desert Island Playlist. Before we finish, and I go get some lunch. What's going on? Yes, the Desert Island playlist. I I don't know if I already added that track. Do Do you have the link to the Desert Island playlist? Not open, but tell me what it is, and if we do, I'll add another track from the same artist instead. It is It is the Stars Drop Away from the Kentucky Route Zero soundtrack. No, we definitely don't have that on there. Okay, cool. That is a super. It's a, it's a game I've talked about before. Kentucky Route Zero. Uh, very. Surrealistic, Americana, 
weird, very much to read uh, adventure thingy. Um, hmm. You really need to be in a certain headspace to get through that game. And it's long and it's, yeah. And the Starstrip Away is a super chill ambient, very dramatic, but nice and very, could be the end of days, could also be the first day. So, hmm. I like that Kentucky Route Zero, a point and click yeah. adventure game. Available also on Steam. Maybe I'll check it out. Yeah, you you might like that one. It's really heavy on the reading, and it it might be easier for you as a native speaker. But sometimes for me, it was like it is exhausting to read this much stuff. And it, sometimes I don't get it, be, not because I don't know the words, but the sentences they don't make a lot of sense, right? Because mm. it's so mm. weird and quirky, and yeah, it took me a long time to get through it. But it was really worth it. Left me with a feeling of emptiness, I might say. Hmm. I'm old. Check it out. Uh, nice. Desert Island play this for me. There's got to be some Queens of the Stone Age if I'm on a desert island. My God is the Sun, I thought was probably the best one because I'm assuming it's sunny on the desert island. <laughs> so I may as well laugh at the situation a little bit. Um And I'm actually going to add a second one because I mentioned it earlier and it's a bit special. Um, Postman, the Ukrainian singer-songwriter. The Strangest Place on Earth is the song I really liked. First track off of his latest album, which has a bizarre front cover with him sort of living inside an oversized telephone. It was kind of, it's weird. Weird front cover. And it doesn't maybe suit the music that's on there because it gives it this kind of vibe that it's going to sound like a Franz Ferdinand album or something. And the music you is... You just don't get it, bro. The music... Yeah, apparently I'm not cool enough. <laughs> and then because the music's not like that at all. It's very singer-songwritery. Yeah. Like kind of Americana folk stuff. So... Yeah. Anyway, Strangest Place on Earth, Postman. Definitely check it out. On the next episode is Ben Osborne. We had to re- reroute him to a, to another day. Because he got... <laughs> to where? He, he, got, he got busy. Um, so uh, he was supposed to be on this one and we're going to interview him at the end of the month instead and he's going to talk about his new music and Ben tends to be very news focused so I'm pretty sure as much as we might try and stay away from topics like what's going on in the world at the minute I think we might end up there but hopefully in a month's time or in a few weeks time this is all gone Yeah. so let's see but he'll be our next guest and then of course all the stuff we're listening to and all that nonsense. Otherwise, thanks very much for listening, as always. Thank you, Chris. Yes, thank, demo you, thank, in. thank you, Ashley. Check thank, out the thank bo- you. Uh, Go on. Uh, thank you all the, to all them listeners, and stay safe, I was going to say. Yeah. And check out the bonus episode, where we uh, promote Line 6 Helix. Yes, for free. For free. Right now. We remind you Line 6, for free. <laughs> <laughs>